In this episode of the Unfold the Soul Bless His Heart Leadership Podcast, I'm proud to say we're going to walk through an example of when I was a thermostat leader rather than a thermometer leader. Girl, he reads from these journals he kept when he was a principal. Uncut and uncensored, putting all his business in the street. The podcast, Bless His Heart. The name, Ken Williams. Welcome back to the podcast. You know I like to dive right in, but I think I need to set this one up. A few episodes ago, I talked about how one of my teachers handed me a recommendation form for leadership that was just ill-prepared, not filled out. We had no conversations. I was completely floored and almost appalled that she thought she could just move into leadership by handing me some bootleg form. And then... I went on to reflect on my own practice and ask the question, what am I doing to grow leaders? I mean, why should I expect anything else but someone coming in and talking to me about leadership for the first time if I'm not growing any leadership? So I was reading uh, John Maxwell's The 360 Degree Leader and just decided I was just going to put it out there to see if anyone was interested in participating in a a series of leadership workshops. I would come up with the topic and the content and lead the workshops. I, you know, I wasn't sure if anyone was interested or not, but I just, I just put it out there. So now I'm going to pick up with today's journal entry. Incredibly, I've got 21 people interested in my leadership workshops. I'm totally floored by this, especially when I consider that I sat here doubting myself this past weekend. Man, the gremlins can be powerful. I'm tripping out on the fact that 21 people have initial interest. My wife kind of pulled me back down to earth by telling me that maybe all 21 won't last throughout the entire series. But man, to start with 21 people interested is pretty sweet. I have to admit that I was anticipating a smaller group, but I've got no complaints and I'm in fact excited about the possibilities. Now I got to come up with a program for these seven weeks. Wow, this might be a prototype of what I'd like to do full time. Exciting. All right, let's unpack this. Man, this is a short entry with a lot going on with it. So I'm going to... I'm going to dispense with the obvious first, and that is the question. How are you growing your leadership? I mean, what are you doing to grow your leadership? I mean, there are a bunch of different ways to do it. You know, you can uh, put together leadership workshops and book studies. And of course, there are always opportunities for real-time leadership responsibilities that different, different staff members can take on. But I'm curious, how are you growing your leadership on staff? Because you've got to be intentional about it, and you've definitely got to make that happen. I also have to admit that a little bit of foreshadowing there at the end of the entry. You know, this is something I'd like to do full time one day. Uh, yeah, I was I was definitely grappling with, um, you know, what my next adventure would be. Now, I have been very fortunate as an adult to have loved every job I've had. I've never left a position. I've just moved on to my next ambition. I just knew deep down that I had entrepreneurial yearnings and I loved you know, personal coaching. And at that time, I still have goal sheets written about being like a life coach. So 
just curious. And, uh, you know, today I'm doing the kind of work where I get to wrap up all my dreams into one package. You know, I love being an educator. I love teaching. You know, I'm a frustrated stand-up comic, so I love humor. I also love the awkwardness of disruption and the elephant in the room, and I get to do that as well. And I get to coach adults and help them see more than they see in themselves. And that's a, that's a huge thing. So it just made me smile to look back at the year 2006 and know that I, was, I had these thoughts of what the next adventure would be. Another little dunget for me in this one was my mention of the Gremlins. You know, how I sat home that weekend and I was doubting this whole notion. Now, does the fact that I went through with it guarantee success? Of course not. But what's worse than the failure in and of itself is not trying and not going for it. I, I almost let these damn Gremlins talk me out of it. Now, ironically, if you're listening to this podcast when it was uh, first uploaded, then, and you also subscribe to my newsletter, then you're gonna receive a video this week called Failure is Necessary. And it just falls right in line with this idea of how so many of us have suppressed hopes and dreams and desires that we want to you know, bring to fruition but we allow the forces of complacency, fear, doubt, and worry to take over and sabotage our progress. And I almost let it happen. And this video that I did this week is about that very topic. If you're interested in subscribing to my newsletter, go to unfoldthesoul.com slash T3T, and I will include it in the notes. Excuse me for a moment. I'm going to go ahead and bless this buttery baritone with a swig of water while you listen for 37 seconds on how to start a podcast. All right. Welcome back. My last takeaway and the primary thrust of this message is this. I believe there are two prevailing types of leadership, thermostat leadership and thermometer leadership. And I believe those leaders, they develop and cast vision in two distinctly different ways. The thermostat leader casts an idea based on what they see as the ideal future. Once again, that, that thermostat leader, they cast their vision based on what they see as the future ideal. The thermometer leader casts their vision based on what they see around them. No, I want that to sink in with you now. Don't, don't go ahead and hit that playback button if you need to, baby. Listen, the thermostat leader casts a vision based on what he or she sees as the ideal future. And of course, it becomes a shared vision. The thermometer leader casts their vision based on what they see around them in the immediate. And so my point is this. Thermostats set the temperature. They set the temperature and everything around them adjusts to that temperature. The thermometer takes the temperature. What you want to be is a thermostat leader. You want to come in and declare greatness. And listen, I've done enough of these episodes where, you know, <laughs> I, uh, I'm 
embarrassed about decisions I've made. This one I'm pretty damn proud of. I'm not gonna lie to you. We are we were the we were that school. Like my whole that school thing is based on this school right here. We're the worst performing school in the district, the district with the most spotlights on them. We're in the worst performing district in the greater Atlanta area. So we got a double whammy. We've not had, you know, acceptable assessment scores in six years. Right? And we are on the hot seat. And yet, I'm starting a a series of seven leadership workshops. Now, if the typical district leader, typical, not even my district leader, because my district leader had vision. Dr. Dr. Cephas Jackson had vision. But the typical district leader or superintendent, if they had to list a number of priorities for you as a principal, starting a leadership cohort for seven weeks would not be on that list. There would be lots of emphasis on triage, on probably dumping tons of different initiatives, uh, direct instruction, uh, lots of uh, trying to improve based on pressure and fear. And listen, we had a lot going on. Don't get me wrong. I mean, we were engaged in the work and I'm trying to fight off the stuff that I know doesn't move the needle and, and embed the stuff that does move the needle. And listen, I I look back now and no, no one would have listed having a leadership cohort as something you do in your first year as a principal in what turns out to be a turnaround situation. But I'm looking to the future. You know, I have this vision of, you know, I love Peter Drucker's quote. I think it's Peter Drucker who talked about, you know, the greatest legacy of leadership is when you leave and the and the culture continues to thrive. And I knew I was at that point and I knew I wanted to develop leaders. And I love that part. You know, I love coaching. And so this was definitely a thermostat moment because we were still the hot mess express. We were still very much dysfunction junction and you know a good number of the folks who were part of this leadership cohort you know didn't remain for all you know the years i was there and so i'm 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 proud of myself 15 years later uh, with the fact that i put together a, a seven week seven session leadership cohort and got them thinking about what this place could be as a thermostat leader, you got to be a visionary leader. You got to see around corners. You got to see what this place can be. And then you've got to express that and then engage your staff in that kind of shared vision. See, vision is nothing to play with, right? And we play with this shit all the time. We we take vision, we take our mission statement and, and cut it in half and shove the word vision in it and think we got a vision statement. But that's not what vision is about. We'd already engaged in a process of visioning where we had painted a picture of the ideal school we seek to become the one that we we wanted to become it didn't change things overnight but it gave us a place to start and thermostat leaders have to have that kind of vision you've got to see past the current circumstances you got to see past what's around you and you got to know that you and then the folks who, gen- who are going to eventually surround you stand by you stand with you have the goods to change the culture But I'm not going to lie to you, it's easier to be a thermometer leader. I mean, it's easier. I mean, everything's right there in front of you. 
if you know it, it didn't it wouldn't take long to tell you know how our school was doing or how we were perceived you know upon walking in for the first 10 minutes it'd be easier as a leader to look around and base your expectations on what you see and it doesn't mean you don't have a plan to get better but there's nothing as accelerating as a powerful vision i was not interested in you know staying and bathing where we were and and doing this thing inch by inch i'm impatient plus you know what digging yourself up out of the shit is a challenging task when all around you is nothing but shit so i needed to facilitate a process where we gonna bring in some sun and some light right a mountain range to look forward to right a horizon that we're gonna seek and that helped us move through the uglies move through the hard times and navigate that process because I, we were constantly banging the drum starting with me constantly banging the drum about who we were gonna become not who we are but who we're gonna become so I ask you to consider the question, are you a thermostat leader or a thermometer leader? And whatever you decide, the next question is, as evidenced by what? As evidenced by what? I would love for you to share an example of this. You can reach out to me via email at blesshisheartken at gmail.com. You can reach out to me on Twitter. My handle is at unfoldthesoul. Of course, you can reach out to me through my newsletter. Again, unfoldthesoul.com slash T, the number three, and the letter T. episode of the unfolded soul blesses heart leadership podcast i spend a day expanding the world and vision of our students nothing better as always thank you for tuning in to this episode be sure to tune in for the next episode please share with a neighbor friend a colleague so they too can get a dose of this buttery baritone as i go through my leadership journey explaining how i screwed things up and sometimes got a thing or two right but in the end, here's the message I want to leave you with. No matter what's going on in your personal life or professional life, when you wake up on the right side of dirt, you playing with house money, baby. You playing with house money. You've been listening to the Unfold the Soul Bless His Heart podcast with Ken Williams. For more information about Ken, visit unfoldthesoul.com. <laughs>